you something. I think this is the most tilted I've been by a baseball game in a really long time. With with bases loaded. How many runners have the have the Twins left on base in this game? Just like bases loaded, strikeout, strikeout. Javier has left like fifteen guys on base. The Twins can't score a freaking run. Dusty Baker celebrate. I I I hate the Astros. I think I need to like go for a walk. Maybe it's good that we don't have sports on during the show all the time. This is because this is this is brutal right now. The twin the twins are losers, man. They're losers, and I guess the Mm -hmm. Astros are just winners. And that's what happens when losers play winners. The losers lose, and the winners win. That's what happens, I guess. Right? Here's Royce Lewis, Mr. Grand Slam in the regular season, looking like like, swinging at everything, striking out. Max, come I what? How is Max? The, the Twins won the, the AL Central, right? They, they yeah. won a division. By a lot but of games. Max Kepler's, Max Kepler's the, hit its third for this team? What? Uh, what's happening in the uh, in the hockey game? Tampa on the uh, power play up one nothing. Uh, Kucherov, remember Bets of Steel? Kucherov? That was pretty good for you. I do. Uh, 30 yeah, seconds up bad. in the power play, one nothing. Just... Uh, like out shooting Nashville, like you know, twenty to two or something so far, like a total demolition. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's uh, going on. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's and that's what's going on in the world of sports. Yeah. With your uh, with your updates with, on with, the twenties, I'm Ken Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio coming up in a second. I, are you are you like we bet the Twins? Are you like not tilted by this performance right now? It's all just in one big pot, you know. There's a lot of bets in there. This is this is one of them. I, I to be fair, yeah. I have hockey. I I don't have the game on because I, I would probably be frustrated. I'm I'm watching hockey just because it's new and so it's fun. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts here on the Minnesota Twins in this game? <laughs> I mean, jail for Rocco Baldelli. Carlos Correa standing in the on deck circle twice in the Twins' two biggest spots in the game. But thank God you got Max Kepler those at bats. Good job, Rocco. Yeah, I, I, I just like. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna collect myself because we have a lot of content we still have to do on the show. Uh, right. Jake, bring the, music ba- bring the music back up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Can we just? I just honestly like. We just like. I want to watch hockey. You know what? I'm doing this for me. Executive decision. Putting the hockey yeah. game on in my office here. Great. We'll drop the puck instead of suffering Major League Baseball. Okay. Drop it's really puck. annoying. Uh, Jake, bring the music back up here. Uh, P squared, B squared continues here. Um, can you mention like uh, the Lions and the Bucks? If you like the Lions in the game, they're not even a number grab. Like now, it might be the best time to bet them. I I kind of do like them in the game. I am a little worried that Tampa might be able to score, like throwing the football on this Lions defense. I agree. And then, and and then just like on the flip side, Goff's. I know Goff played well at Lambeau. How's this going to look here? Bucks defense rested coming off the bye. I'm a little concerned here, but I do think the Lions are should be favored by more than this. So, Lions, I, I think I'll end up with some bets on Detroit here. Ken may be on the opposite side, depending if the number floats out far enough. That is Detroit and Tampa Bay. All right, let's go to the primetime games now. Bills and the Giants on Sunday night. Uh, Buffalo is a 14-point favorite, Ken, at home. The total is 44-and-a-half. Um, we'll wait to see what the injury report looks like tomorrow, but maybe the Giants get back three of their offensive linemen. Maybe Saquon Barkley is back as well. And for Buffalo, we know that the trip to London was a complete disaster for the Bills. 
not only do they lose the game to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Matt Milano probably done for the year off the heels of Tredavious White being lost for the year. Um, a couple other injuries on defense for Buffalo that are really not good. Um, so maybe it's like a, an angry Bills team ready to take out their frustrations on the pinata of the NFL, the New York football Giants. Uh, thoughts here, Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Bills laying 14 against my Giants, 44 and a half the total on Sunday night. The pinata of the NFL. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, this is, I don't know, just like kind of strikes me like Miami Giants. Here's a really, really big point spread that needs to be a really big point spread. And like, I, I don't know what my angle is to bet either side. You can try to play motivation. Like, you can try to play the Bills in the game. Uh, sure. Like, they play really well at home. They ran up the score on the Raiders, who were pretty terrible. Uh, they were able to run up the score on the Commanders. So maybe Bills against teams that they're really overmatched talent-wise, their opponents. Maybe maybe those are situations where they can cover as big favorites. I guess that's possible. Um, this just looks like an, an absolute mismatch that should be an absolute mismatch. And it's lined that way. Um, would never bet the Giants at the number. And I guess it's just like... I guess if the Bills get a really bad injury report, the guys play for the Giants, their offensive linemen, Saquon plays like full strength both teams. I made this like 12 and a half and maybe you get there like on all of that injury stuff in totality. Maybe I'd bet the Bills then at like 13 or 12 and a half or something, maybe, but like that's that's it. I don't I don't think there's a lot going on here for me. The total is very uninteresting too because I just don't know how many points the Giants are going to score in the game. And uh, yeah, just it doesn't look like a very interesting game to bet, at least for me right now with this market. I, I, I think I agree really with your analysis, which is at this current number, no interest, but the Giants get back some linemen. Saquon's back. Maybe you see this dip to 13, 12 and a half, like Ken said, and then I think it's probably bet Buffalo. How, how are the Bills not scoring a billion points in this game against the Giants' defense? And then we'll see if Daniel Jones is going to play in the game with his neck injury. Maybe it's Terod Taylor. So, like, that's kind of, like, hanging over this as well. I think it'll probably be Jones based on the initial reporting with his neck injury. Seems like he's going to be good to play. Also, like, when the offensive line is healthy, they can't block anybody. And when players are out... They can't block anybody. Now, here's like Von Miller and Leonard Floyd and Ed Oliver in the Buffalo Bills pass rush. Like, good luck, man. So, for me, Ken, I agree completely with you. I think it's wait and bet Buffalo, and maybe we get a number like 12 and a half on Sunday night against the Giants. Could also, if you get 12 and a half, you could do the really rare, like, do you want to tease to six and a half with Buffalo, which, like, in most games, I would say no. I just, it's hard to imagine the Giants being competitive right now. Like, it's just, it's a, you know, a little bit like Carolina, right? They, they play Detroit. You get a great setup for Carolina. Like, you know, D Detroit gets a bunch of injuries going in the game. And what does the market do? Just, like, indifferent to the idea that Carolina should be bet down or that anybody's interested. And that was dead right, too. Detroit still ends up, like, a, a laugher of a game, even with, like, half a team. The Giants might end up getting treated the same way. Like, I, I wonder if they get the guys back if you do get that bump or if it's, like, that would mean people want to take the Giants. And does anybody really want to do that right now? Okay, that's Sunday Night Football with the Giants and the Bills. Ken, let's close our handicap of Week 6 in the National Football League. Really interesting game on Monday night with the Cowboys and the Chargers in Los Angeles, where, just to get it out of the way, yes, the Chargers are the home team in the game. There will absolutely 1 million percent be more Cowboys fans than Chargers fans at the game, and it probably won't be close. Like, this is going to be like a home, home game for the Cowboys, despite the fact that they're flying, obviously, to Los Angeles um, for the game. Actually, they might actually be staying, and, I, and a bad job by me. Ken, do you know the answer to this? Are they staying on the West Coast this week since they played at San Francisco in the Bay Area? I, they might be in Oxford. You know, I, I, 
I don't know the answer. Um, it's, it's a good question. The, the home field thing is worth mentioning for sure. We do that in a lot of Chargers and Rams games. But in terms of did they stay or not, I, I don't know. And I, I don't actually think it, w- it would affect my opinion of like what, what I would want to do in the game, to be honest. Okay, and the Cowboys have their training camp in Oxnard, California. Um, so here's the injury stuff going on in this game as the Chargers come off their bye. Austin Eckler saying that he expects to play, and the quote is he's 99%. He's, like, ridiculously honest. Like, he he does fantasy football content, which, like, sounds insane, but it's true. And he says, like, hey, when I'm going to be out, he says he's going to be out. He says, pick up Josh Kelly, I'm going to be out. And then he's out, and Josh Kelly starts. So he says he's going to play. That means he's going to play. We will presume right now that Joey Bosa and Derwin James will be good to go for the Chargers. We'll find out more coming up tomorrow on on up actually it'll be thursday right with this being with this being a monday night game but that was the whole point the chargers holding players out um in week four because they had to buy in week five to get them healthy in that home game against aiden o'connell aoc the squad and the las vegas raiders so the chargers should be pretty healthy here up against the cowboys dallas obviously got embarrassed on sunday night by san francisco so maybe this is like dallas takes out their frustrations on the chargers a little bit the betting market dallas minus two on the road the total is 50 and a half uh I can't wait to watch this game. I can't wait to talk about it, Ken, with you. Uh, thoughts here on the Cowboys' favorite on the road at the Chargers on Monday night? Yeah, I mean, obviously, feel like it's a game where we'll learn a lot about both teams. Just you look at the opponents that both have played so far, and it's been tough for them to find, like, a similar opponent. Like, Dallas is, like, beat up on some teams, and then San Francisco smashes them. And it's like, well, where do they fit? between like the teams they can run up the score on and the best team in the league. Like where do they fit there? And then the Chargers, it's been like these crazy one score games. I feel like we still have no idea if they're like really that good or not. And we're, I don't even know if we're going to learn it in this game, but just, you know, like two teams where they kind of fit the same way in their conferences too, right? They're not in the top tier, but they could be the five seed or they could be the six seed, like in their respective conferences and kind of like hold those positions with ease over other teams. And and that way they actually have a lot in common. Uh, My point spread for this game is exactly a pick. And so the fact that Dallas is out to two is not particularly interesting to me. You know, not a big difference between pick and two. And I, I don't want the Chargers plus two in the game right now. Um, I'll be curious, like, what happens to the number over the course of the week. Like, no movement really right now, like, at all. Like, there's just nothing going on. Uh, and I, I wonder, you know, like, later in the week, does Eckler get you, like, a little bit back toward the Chargers? It feels like we're going to be sub three both ways. My guess would be we're two, two and a half Dallas. That would be, like, where the market is. I don't want to bet the side if that's the case. I am a little mad at myself because, like, some of these totals now, like, the weather totals will always move early in the week because, like, people try to get ahead of the weather move and either, like, middle of the game or whatever. So we saw some unders, excuse me, get bet with the idea that there might be bad weather in some games. Like, you know, the Browns 49ers total. We talked about that all the way down to 37 now, by the way, that Browns 49ers total. Um, I missed the boat on this over by not doing my work earlier in the week. So this total opened, like, 48, 48 and a half. And it's 50 and a half, 51. And I think I just agree with that. Never the under in this game. Uh, mentioned we'll learn about, about a lot about both teams. Probably learn a lot about Dallas's defense, too. Are they, are they like, kind of like a Patriots defense where when you play the bad quarterbacks, you win a million to nothing? Patriots last year, that was their MO. And when you play someone really good, it's not even close to that. Or are they a little bit better than what they showed against San Francisco? That'll be kind of interesting in this game versus the opener, I would have liked the over a lot. Now it's probably close enough. So I'll say nothing side, lean over, probably more of a like a watch the game and it's awesome as opposed to bet it. If you had to bet the side though, you think right now you'd lean probably towards uh, laying it with the Cowboys? 
I think uh no, I think I think Chargers just like versus my number have like no difference between the teams right at this like current moment with their ratings. Now they haven't played the same way at all, but they've also played completely different opponents. Like Cowboys, a lot of blowouts against bad teams. Chargers just haven't played games like that, but that's okay. I, I actually think they're rated very, very similarly. I I'm setting myself up to either have a great Monday night next week or a miserable oh Monday night next week. I love the Chargers. No, no. Love the Chargers coming off the bye. Like Cowboys defense this year. Week one, hashtag doomsday. <laughs> week two, hashtag doomsday. Week four, hashtag doomsday. The three doomsday opponents, Daniel Jones and the New York football giants and that offensive line. Zach Wilson in his first start replacing Aaron Rodgers. And then Mac Jones and the inept New England Patriots. What about week three against, against the over-darlings of the National Football League right now? Josh Dobbs and the Arizona Cardinals. Run for a billion yards, Cardinals score 28 points. Week five against the best, maybe the best team in the, maybe the best offense in the NFL also. Brock Purdy and the Niners. Oh, here's just a casual 40-burger dropped on your dome. So I'm not saying that this is going to be 40 points so the Chargers are going to run for a billion yards and embarrass them. Just that I, Chargers offense versus Cowboys defense right now, I think you have to give like the edge has to go. I think it has to go to yeah. Herbert and the Chargers offense. Small advantage Chargers. Now, I would right, have that as small now, advantage also, Chargers. Statistically, it's small advantage Chargers too. Now, worth noting, a very interesting chess match. And I can't wait to ask like Baldy about this when he joins us tomorrow on the show. Between... Current Cowboys defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, and current Chargers offensive coordinator, former Cowboys offensive coordinator and play caller, Kellen Moore. So I think that the narratives could be drawn like, oh, well, Dan Quinn knows the offense, or you could say, well, Moore knows the defense. I, I, I like the Chargers offensive matchup. I like Herbert against this defense, and I love the Chargers offensive line. Not that they're going to completely stonewall Micah Parsons and company, but the Chargers have a really, really good offensive line. And the Chargers are coming off their bye. And by the way, the lights are going to be bright in this game. Prime time. You know what happens now? I, I, I'm kind of like down on Dak Prescott in big spots here. I'm sure. down on Mike McCarthy in the big spot. I think the Chargers win on Monday night. Los Angeles wow. Super Chargers. Let's go They're Bolts. Back. Give me Brandon Staley and the Bolts, Ken, coming up on Monday night. That's right. God, I might... I might still bet the over in the game. <laughs> so, I just, I, it's, I had it right when I did the work, I just go, oh man, everybody bet this already. Kind of like Rams Cardinals. Just, it's like hard to imagine a, even a reasonable scoring game. You need 10 empty red zone possessions probably to get you under the number. I don't know. Maybe I'll bet I, the over anyway. I, I will say Tony Pollard's had a couple bad games in a row. This is going to be the Tony Pollard week. Could run for 150 yards against this Chargers defense and support Ken of your over. Coming up next, bets for the Shriners this week in golf with our friend Jason Sobel.